In this episode, awards, gifted night, and a message from Dr. Bales. From the heart of paradise, I'm Matt. And I'm Sarah. And this is PVB. And of course, with us in studio today, as always, is one of our producers, Kara. Hey, Kara. Hi. Uh, we're well into December, getting close to the end of the school year. A couple weeks left. Pretty exciting. Uh, I know things are picking up for us, other staff members throughout the district, and certainly students. They're yeah. getting ready for finals. This first semester has gone by very fast, which I can't complain. But before we go into our podcast today, we've got ads, and I'm going to go first. So, you know, Thanksgiving might be over, but PV Community Food Bank is still looking for donations for the holiday season. For more information, please visit pvcommunityfoodbank.org. The link is in this episode's description. Uh, we teased it in the intro, but a reminder, finals week is just around the corner. Good luck to all PV schools students who are getting ready for exams and final projects taking place next week. Uh, make sure to get plenty of sleep, eat something nutritious for breakfast, and get excited because next week marks the last week of first semester. So, Matt, of course, you know, the ads are a little bit shorter today because we have Dr. Bales with his State of the District. Uh, here he is with an important announcement. As some of you may be aware, I recently announced my retirement. And for the last 36 years, 25 of those here in paradise, I've dedicated my life to student success in public education. I've had the wonderful opportunity to make long-lasting friendships, work with renowned colleagues, and witness firsthand the dedication of students, staff, and community. In my time as proud superintendent of PV Schools, I've had the great joy of seeing students excel on the national stage. Our district has been named a Forbes top employer for several years in a row, and many of our school communities stand out as the best elementary, middle, and high schools in the country, including Fireside Elementary earning the prestigious National Blue Ribbon Award. As I reach the end of my career in public education, I'm proud to say that I have always approached my role with integrity, passion, and a strong focus on putting students at the center of everything we do. As I reflect on the last three years, together as a community, we've worked to develop a very comprehensive, robust strategic plan that included more stakeholder feedback in our district processes and a return to or surpass our test scores from pre-pandemic levels. Our collective efforts have resulted in significant improvements in achievement, as evidenced by an increase in A-rated schools, with Boulder Creek Elementary School earning higher than all other K-8 public district and charter school providers in the state. While I can't take credit for all these accomplishments, I can express my deepest thanks to our amazing community. To the incredible PV Schools community, I'd like to express my gratitude for allowing me to embark on this remarkable journey. Your unwavering support of our override and bond elections is a testament to the fact that our larger community stands firmly behind PV Schools. This support helps PV Schools remain a premier education destination. And to our employees, my colleagues, and my friends across PV Schools, I consider it a great privilege to have served this district as a principal, assistant superintendent, and superintendent. I will forever cherish the memories I have made working closely with the remarkable individuals throughout Paradise. And I cannot emphasize enough the blessings that my family and I have received from the PV Schools community. And I sincerely thank all of you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for your continued support of student success here in Paradise. 
Thanks, Dr. Bales. Leaving behind a legacy of integrity, passion, and a strong focus on putting students first. Uh, 25 years here in paradise, 36 years in public education, uh, definitely deserving of retirement. We'll certainly uh, miss him. Yeah, he's made a huge impact here, and I know people are very sad to see him go. But of course, we wish him the best in his new adventure. Uh, on the next segment of this episode, we do, though, get to highlight some achievements uh, of students, staff, the district, and schools that took place over 2023, kind of an end-of-the-year wrap-up. This isn't the end-of-the-year episode, but we have too much to cram it into one. So, Sarah, how about you kick it off with uh, some district awards? Okay, so starting off, you know, this is very exciting. For the fourth year in a row, we were named Forbes' Best In-State Mid-Size Employer, and that's a huge recognition because that's nationally. So I do have to agree with this. It's a great place to work, and when I first got hired here. You said, welcome to paradise. And I will say it has been a great place to work. Yeah, that is one award also that we don't apply for. We don't ask for nominations. Uh, Forbes and Statista, they poll uh, employer employees rather throughout the, the country asking them questions. And we scored high enough through that poll. Uh, and then we just find out through an email one day that, that we've been nominated uh, and selected as, as a Forbes Best Employer. So yep. that's, that's really exciting to see for the fourth year uh, in a row. And of course, we're always hiring. You can check out pvschools.net if you want to come work here in paradise. So up next, we have school awards. This is a really huge recognition. The U.S. News and World Report recognized some of our elementary, middle, and high schools as best places to send your children. Some of this is based off of test scores, student growth, graduation rates. And we have, I think it was 18 elementary and middle schools, and then four of our high schools were named in this report. Yeah, it's uh, you'll see them in the footer of our websites, the schools that were named that. All of our schools are improving after the pandemic. In fact, we're back to or exceeding in some areas the test scores. So everything is is looking really good in PV schools. Obviously, always room to improve. And, and I know Dr. Bales would, would share that sentiment as well. Uh, but it's really cool to see this this national recognition for some of our schools to, to place so highly uh, on this national list. Yeah, and so speaking of high test scores, we have to give an extra shout out to Boulder Creek, who was mentioned in the U.S. U.S. News and World Report, but they also earned the highest A rating in the state for K through H traditional schools. That includes public schools, charter schools. I think their score was over 103%. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that, I mean, that is a big deal. You can hear more about Boulder Creek's award or their, their honor that they received uh, on the last episode uh, in State of the District. We had two schools uh, that earned National PTA Schools of Excellence. That's North Ranch and Eagle Ridge. Uh, for This is a long-running award. It goes from 22 to 24. This is part of the National PTA organization. It's an honor that you receive by excelling uh, in the area of creating that connection between home and school. So great job. Yeah, good job, guys. And another national award was Fireside Elementary School in 2023 won the National Blue Ribbon Award. That was a huge undertaking, I know, to get that. It's a long process. There's an application and it has to, it's pretty rigorous. So it's very difficult to win. Congratulations to Fireside, the only school in our district to win that and one of the few in the state of Arizona. Yeah, I think in total, only four in the state of Arizona and across the country, just over 300 or so schools were named National Blue Ribbon Schools. So that is that is a huge deal. Uh, good to see our students excelling. The other award that we want to talk about, obviously, we're not going to get to all the awards and honors that take place or are earned throughout the 2023 calendar year. But we do want to highlight the PBIS State Awards. We had several schools earn that designation as well. That's also uh, part of our 
initiatives for the district's strategic plan. So let's move into student awards because I know we have limited time and we have a very special guest here today. Um, first robotics competition from PV High School. This robotics team, they won the state championship again this year. They also won it during the last school year. And Matt, I don't know if you've seen these kids. They're the ones wearing the red kind of sparkly fedora looking hats. They wear red shirts. They certainly do liven up a governing board meeting with their uh, the hats. The, yeah. the sequin hats, they're, they're a fun group of kids. And you actually got some time with uh, this group of students and uh, their staff sponsors when the news covered them. Yeah, Fox 10 was out there recently and I got to go see this huge, it's like a warehouse style classroom, I guess. You go in and there's computers everywhere, robots, electronics, and it's a really cool place to see. And they have these robots running across the floor, picking up cups, moving cones, and the kids are at computers doing all the programming. And they build everything there. So it was very impressive. I couldn't do something like that. I'm just not skilled in this area, but these students really know what they're doing. Yeah. And we talked about district initiatives before, but STEAM is also a district initiative. uh, So it's fitting right in with that strategic plan there. Other student achievements, when we're talking about academics, we had 34 National Merit commended students, 15 2024 National Merit semifinalists, and uh, Uh, We had a student from PVHS who is one of 91 in the world to receive a perfect score, earning every point possible on the AP Computer Science A exam. Uh, That is a huge achievement. Yeah. Within 91 in the entire world, um, that student uh, is here in paradise. Yeah, congratulations, Sam. Um, Matt, let's move on to staff awards. We have some of those. So first up, I want to mention uh, Samantha Kramer, who was recently recognized as the AIA Swim Dive Girls State Coach of the Year. And she's from Horizon High School. And right after she was named the AIA Coach of the Year, she was also recognized by the National Federation of State High School Associations, who also named her the 22-23 Arizona Girls Swim and Dive Coach of the Year. So congratulations, Sam. Very impressive. We also had two staff members designated as STEM experts. They're working with ASU and the Arizona STEM Acceleration Project. They're the 23-24 fellows. Uh, One of the staff members is from Pinnacle. That's Nathan Stumpf, and from Sunrise, uh, David Abram. And I'm going to kind of wrap up staff here because I know we have to move on to a few athletics, but um, Charlie Morgan from uh, Shadow Mountain High School was recognized as the 2023 Yale Educator of the Year. And then Michelle Storks from Quail Run Elementary School was named the Arizona... IB Primary Years Program Teacher of the Year. Uh, we did talk a lot about athletic awards and achievements in uh, a previous episode with Corey Newland, our athletic director for the district. But quickly, let's recap some of the recent uh, athletic honors. We had five A state girls volleyball champions at Horizon High School, boys swim dive, Division One AIA state champions at Pinnacle. Uh, we, we had a ton of track uh, achievements, volleyball. Uh, students are just excelling mm-hmm. all over the place, be it fine arts, athletics, academics. Uh, things are uh, looking really great when we're talking about student achievements. And obviously, we don't have enough time to highlight them all. So to check out all of the honors, awards, and achievements we missed, uh, check out pvschools.net. We've got all that stuff there in the newsroom. You can also find it on the district or our school's social media accounts. Next up, Sarah, let's do some shout outs. Yeah. A big shout out and thanks to all the voters and community members for supporting public education here in Paradise. And of course, a job well done to four of our PV Wit students, Pragathi, Pranathi, Josephine, and Asta, who recently presented about artificial intelligence and machine learning at two statewide conferences. Again, something way above my pay grade. I don't understand any of this. Congratulations, ladies. Very impressive. 
And congratulations to Anthony, Benjamin, Dylan, Gavin, Jesus, Ryan, Tatum, and Esteban, who are student interns in the CREST program at PBHS. These eight students recently earned their ACER repair certifications and are helping the IT department fix student Chromebooks. We appreciate all of your hard work. You know, so the one that Kara just mentioned, these students, there's eight of them. I think within the first week of them passing their exams, I think they fixed 50 student Chromebooks within the first week. So they're really helping out the IT department. And I think that's pretty impressive. I have been known to just click on things until it works. So (laughs) maybe spending some time uh, with those students might help my ability to use our district laptops. Uh, Next, Sarah, very excited to talk about this. We we have talked about one of these events before, but this is a event series that isn't just for PV schools, students, staff, and families. It's open to all uh, members of the community uh, or those in our surrounding area that want to know more about gifted education. Yes. So with us again today is Karen Brown, the Director of Gifted Education here in PV Schools. Hi, Karen. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. So we had you on the last episode. You talked about guest speaker DJ Graham and, you know, how students still trying to struggle with perfectionism. But we're going to shift gears today and talk about our next two guest speakers. They're coming to talk to us about understanding anxiety and ADHD with Dr. Laura Wingers and Dr. Beth Richter. Can you tell us a little bit more about this series? So we're really excited about this series because oftentimes we talk about school-age children, we talk about high school kids, we talk about middle school kids, we talk about intermediate grade kids. This one really is going to focus on those early childhood kids. Those children who maybe are in preschool, who are in kindergarten, who are in first, second, third grade. How as a parent am I supposed to know how to support this learner? What are the challenges that these kids are facing? We are very excited because we have two experts at working with these kids. Uh, Beth Richter and Laura Wingers are amazing in their depth of understanding of not only gifted learners, but child development. And how do we balance those two pieces? I think the challenge with younger students is what students know and what they're supposed to know. There's not that kind of big gap quite yet because they're, they're so young. So we're still trying to figure out what kids need and where the curriculum needs to go and how to work with them. So I think it's a little bit more challenging with younger kids. I, and I believe you have to have a special endorsement to work with younger kids as well. Correct? You do. One of the hardest pieces with young gifted learners is balancing that academic need that they have because they may be functioning two, three, four years above grade level from an academic standpoint, but they're still four years old. They're still five. Um, And they still need all of that developmental guidance, all of those developmental opportunities for them to be successful. They may sit down with you and when you talk, they sound like they're sixth grade and they're great and you can have this marvelous conversation And suddenly they're in tears because something didn't go their way or they struggled because the scissors didn't work the way they wanted them to. Well, it's very developmentally appropriate, but sometimes we forget that. I suppose that would make it challenging to parent or teach uh, students uh, that are experiencing that. Uh, I guess this is eye-opening for me. I don't know a whole lot about gifted education, which is why I'm so excited. Every time you come in, Karen, I learn a little bit more. But gifted education, it isn't something that uh, just in third grade, you're all of a sudden gifted. It it is something that impacts very young children. And kind of like you mentioned in, in the last podcast episode, students, when they're labeled as a gifted student, there's this stereotype that could go along with them. 
And, and kids don't often fit that stereotype. Well, that's very true. We paint with a very broad brush when we talk about gifted kids because we talk about the fact that they learn very quickly. Yes, they do. But they may have strengths. They may have weaknesses. They still go through all the developmental milestones that every other child goes through. The hard part is that asynchrony that we see within these learners. They are can be very, very high in one area and average or low in another area. As a parent, parents will oftentimes come to us and say, so I don't know what to do. This is what's happening with my child. Is this normal? I don't know that there's normal anymore with any child, but many of the behaviors that they're seeing are very typical of a gifted learner. We find it very important to provide parents that information to help them understand this is your child and Yes, your child is gifted. I understand that they're four years old and you don't know what to do with them. So we really try to provide not only that academic understanding for parents, but also that developmental understanding so they can understand that asynchrony so that they have strategies for how do I address this? Um, I have parents who say, well, when I talk with him, he sounds like he understands me, but I don't don't think he does. I said, well, you have to remember that you're trying to reason from an academic level with a child who is five. Developmentally, he is five. Well, and I have to say too, you know, having been a teacher and I've worked with gifted students, there's times as an adult, I'm thinking this kid's smarter than I am. But you still have to remember that age appropriate, you know, and, and you're working with them, whether it's a parent or a teacher, and it's that role of, wait, I'm the adult, even though this kid probably could outscore me on an IQ test. But again, still kind of setting the parameters and giving them that security in life of they're looking up to you as the adults or as the parent or as a teacher. So sometimes it's easy to forget that too. It is easy to forget that. And so making sure that within our classrooms, for our parents, we don't ever want to take a year of childhood away from a child. You get to be five years old one time. And when it's done, it's done. You don't get to go back. So yes, do we want to make sure that we are providing the academic challenge that these children need? Absolutely. But we also want to make sure that we're providing that developmental environment that allows them to grow and allows them to feel successful. We recognize that there's a lot going on in those little brains, but there's also a lot going on from that social emotional perspective as well. And one of the things about this event that's coming up is it also kind of creates a community of parents who are experiencing very similar things. I suppose that's comforting in a way to know that you're not alone experiencing this uh, this kind of thing. And you can find success, uh, as many have here in PV schools. We hear that a lot from parents. It's reassuring to know that, oh, okay, so your child went through this and you're on the other side of it now. That's very comforting for a parent to realize because as with any child, there's no script. There's no book that you can go, okay, this happened, do this. With gifted children, that book disappears completely. So it really makes it difficult and challenging for them. We are excited to be able to create that learning environment for parents and for teachers. We have these two experts, um, Dr. Richter and Dr. Wingers, are wonderful in their understanding of gifted kids and can really provide parents with some very clear guidance as to here are some strategies that you can try. Um, that's oftentimes the biggest parent thing that parents ask us is, can you give me a tool? Can you give me the language? Can you tell me when this happens, what should I be doing? That's really what we hope to provide for them. 
Well, that's great. Um, Matt, you had mentioned it's open to everyone, correct? Yeah, this is open to the public, whether you go to a PB school or not. If you are interested in learning more about gifted education, like Karen mentioned, there will be some experts on hand giving a a really great presentation on understanding anxiety and ADHD. Uh, Again, that's with Dr. Laura Wingers and Dr. Beth Richter. I do want to bring up, we always ask this, um, we will live stream that and there will be a recording that will be available following the presentation. So making sure that parents are aware, we, we recognize that sometimes I can't get there at 6 p.m. on January 18th, but we do have parents that love to be able to log in and watch the presentation. Again, that presentation is on Thursday, January 18th, 2024, new year, Sarah, yes. 2024 from 6 to 7.30 p.m. It's going to be located at the District Training Center uh, on 32nd Street, the main district office. And again, that is open to the public. Thank you, Karen, for stopping by. Thank you for everything that you and your team do uh, to support student success here in paradise. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And that's Sarah and Kara and Karen uh, is an episode. For more information on the many journeys of excellence here in PV Schools, visit pvschools.net. And of course, you can find PV Schools on social media by searching at PV Schools. Make sure to support student success by liking, commenting, and sharing. And as always, we do appreciate five-star reviews on Apple and Spotify. Uh, Sharing new episodes is also pretty awesome.